0: Can't relate or communicate with your teen? Welcome to Baffled with your hosts, Jason and Sam, who are here to help you understand your misunderstood teen. As teen educators and trainers, they understand what it is that is baffling you as a parent. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into Baffled. We are so glad you guys are joining us again for this episode. We have such an amazing guest Uh, in the pipeline for you for the next two episodes. But before we get to that, let me give us the quote of the episode, and it is this. Believe that you can, and you're halfway there. And that's by Theodore Roosevelt, one of our great presidents. Um, Guys, believing in yourself, having that hope, motivating yourself, which you're going to hear a lot about sooner or later in these next episodes, is just... Again, self-confidence, you're surprised at so much of what you can do and how much you hold yourself back when you say, I can't, I don't believe. Yes, I cannot flap my arms and fly, But you know what? I can believe myself to make changes. I can believe myself to help the teenagers I'm around get better and motivate them to continue to go and grow. And so for us us who are parents or work with teens, just believe that we can help make changes and help motivate. And you're already halfway to helping out the problem or fixing issues. All right. You know what? That's enough of me. Let's get to the good stuff. I'm going to bring in Jason and Bobby.
1: All right. Thank you, Sam, for, for that introduction. So, yeah, today we have a very special guest, and uh, this is a good friend of mine. His name is Bobby Petroselli. Um, I actually got to see Bobby speak at a um, – I, I, you know, it's crazy. I, I know he's a public speaker. He's done several speaking engagements, but I actually got to see him firsthand at uh, Fields of Faith. Uh, last fall and just to hear a story and and th- it was just amazing and so he, I'm gonna have him share that today and then also he and I got together at the beginning of the year to uh, of last year I should say to to um, just to get to know each other a little bit better and so uh, we have Bobby here so how are you doing today Bobby?
2: Great Jason I'm absolutely honored thank you for the opportunity and um, you know I always tell people we're one big team Yes. We're a team of the human race, but we're a team of the kingdom of God. And everything we could do to bring help and hope and healing to the hurting of this world, that's what matters. Amen. And that's where you and I are on the same page. You know, your gifting and my gifting is a little different, but it still comes under the same umbrella. Yes. And what you bring to the table, I can't bring to the table. What yes. I bring to the table, you can't. And that's where people need to understand in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ... We all have a role. And the word says it's clear as day, Jason. You didn't wake up this morning and your nose started to speak or your ears started to speak to be something else. No, because every body part has a distinct function. And that's why I love teaming up with people like you, because we have the same goal Mm -hmm. to reach our community, to reach our schools, to reach kids. But maybe the way you do it and the way I do it could be a little different, but it doesn't matter. We're sowing seed, watering seed, and
1: the Lord brings the increase. Amen. That's that's good stuff. That's good stuff. And so w- what we want to do today, Bobby, is, uh, I w- you know, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard your story, but then, of course, there's uh, people even in, now in podcast land that may have not heard your personal story. And so you get to go to different schools and speaking engagements to share your story. And so I, w- I was wondering if you can just take a few minutes and share your story with
2: Absolutely. us. Absolutely. I grew up in New York City, mm-hmm. um, you know. And great, very simply, had an uncle who played pro baseball, loved mm-hmm. Uncle Rico, he played for the Red Sox. I fought mm-hmm. with my friends who were Yankee fans every day. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I go to college because my mother grew up going to Oral Roberts tent meetings yes. in the 40s and 50s. So I went out to Oral Roberts University, ended up playing baseball, but that wasn't the main reason I went out there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go because it was a great Christian university. And I never forget, the year was nineteen. I <laughs> was <But>, bleaked out. <laughs> uh, Billy Graham was dedicated to the University of Searcy in the 60s. And I remember watching it one morning before I went to church. My mother goes, Bobby, that would be really cool if you ended up going to school there. Hmm. You know, and long story short, Jason, 10 years later, I was a freshman at All Roberts University. Wow. And um, I loved it. Enjoyed it. My senior year, I met a precious girl from Texas. Um, you know, I'm thinking, how are we going to get along? We talk different. I say, use guys. (laughs) She says, (laughs) y'all. We ever have children, they're going to say, (laughs) y'all. Well, we hit it off well. The scariest thing I ever did was look up the word engaged when I got engaged. Mm. You know the actual definition of engaged in the dictionary? No joke. Yeah. To do battle with the enemy. I'm like, what the heck am I getting into? (laughs) But anyway, I moved to Texas. I become a teacher and a coach because I loved athletics. I loved working with kids. I wanted to be an impact to kids because to me, I grew up learning about God, but I got to tell you, Jason, I grew up with a lot of legalism, mm-hmm. paranoia, fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I always felt like God is so ticked off at me about something.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: like, wait a minute. As I gotten older, it's like, you're not going to send your son to the cross for me. You may not approve of the behaviors of the things we're doing, but you don't send somebody for a piece of junk. Mm -hmm. The reality is you're not going to spend more money on something than it's worth. But all the money in the world couldn't buy us. It took the blood of Jesus to set us free. And the reality was, you know, I want to get that message out more than ever. Of course, sometimes in a public school, I'm limited. I get it. Right. But you know what? We're called to do two things. So seed and water, seed. And I'm always amazed, Jason, the response I get from kids in public schools, I say, we could tell there was something different about you. So we researched you. And I just want to let you know I opened up my heart to God or turned my life over to Christ Excellent. because there was just something different about what you presented and how you came across. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyway, um, I met my wife. We start dating. I moved to Texas. As I mentioned, I'm a teacher and a coach. And this one Thursday night, I traveled 90 miles away to coach at a football game. That was new for me. Well, Brooklyn, every school was 90 seconds away. Yeah. But to top it off, what blew me away is I'm <laughs> coaching high school football. In front of 5, 10, 15, 20, 25,000 fans at a high school game. I'm more enamored how many people show up at the game. Not like Brooklyn. I tell people I played my high school football in Brooklyn in front of 20 fans. But they were faithful. Mm. They always came on the field after the game and beat up our opponents. (laughs) I tell people my high school football team was so tough, as soon as we sacked the quarterback, we went in the stands and sacked his family. We got to the root of the problem. (laughs) But in all honesty, it was new for me. I get home this Thursday night. I... I'm, it's real late, it's like 11.30 at night, give or take. Right. I taught Ava how to make Italian food, just for those who don't know. I'm Italian on my dad's side, Swedish on my mom's side. I'm a Swedish meatball, to help you out. <laughs> anyway, I devour three bowls of pasta. Ava had said goodnight to me. I watch a little TV to relax. Go to bed, crawl into bed next to her, maybe 20, 30 minutes later, kiss her on the cheek, tell her I love her, she mumbles, she loves me back. And I wake up one hour later, and I'm sitting in my dining room window. I'm like, What? And there's a bright light to the right of me, so I'm thinking the moon, which was literally above my house when we went to bed, shining through the, the, the glass window, the, mm. the big panoramic window we had in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe the moon is like right on top of my house. But instead, to make a long story short, because the stuff we'll cover, Jay's, there's a full-size F-150 Ford pickup truck in my house. To make a very long story short for those who are listening and tuned in and were so grateful that you are, because I think Jason does a great job, and I'm so honored, seriously, to team up with him. A drunk driver crashed to my house, killed my wife, and changed my life forever. And what really hit me more than ever when I'm going through all of this, Jason, in the hospital and, and everything else, and I will say this right up front, what was so helpful was all the people that rallied around me, but especially the school I worked at. All 1,200 students, teachers, coaches, counselors, administrators, on a school day, showed up to the church and the cemetery, showed me how much I mattered. Wow. And they packed into the hospital when I went back in for three and a half weeks. They literally took over my hospital. They kept the semi-private room that I was in, a private room, because hundreds of students would pack their way down the floors and everything else. And literally, as we'll, we'll cover this over the next two episodes, they showed me how much I mattered. Mm-hmm. But the simple reality is this. When people used to say to me, Jason, they wanted to help encourage me to work through this they would say to me, and they meant well, Bobby, you gotta take it one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'd look at them, I'd go, are you flipping nuts? (laughs) Are you nuts? It's 10 o'clock in the morning, I don't know how I'm gonna make it to Mm 10.01. One day? I ain't getting through the whole day. And that's when it hit me, Mm. one moment at a time. Mm -hmm. And I came up with this conclusion, which literally, this is one of my books, 10 Seconds Will Change Your Life Forever, a moment takes place To me, 10 seconds or less. Mm. My life was changed in 10 seconds. Well, to get through this tragedy, I realized I cannot fathom and look at tomorrow, later today, next week, next month. I could gradually get some ideas for it, but all I have is this present moment. And one of the greatest analogies God gave me is this. Don't let the pain of the past or the fear of the future stop you from being present in the present. Mm -hmm. All I have is this present moment. All you and I have, Jason, is right now. We don't even have a minute from now. We don't have a minute in the past. We have the present moment. And God wants us to embrace that present moment and to overwhelm that present moment with the best that we can. And that's how I was able to work through my tragedy, Mm -hmm. one moment at a time, one prayer at a time, one frustration at a time, one joy at a time, It was mixed emotions, of course, going through it, Jason, but it was one step at a time. It's just like this. If you and I were going to go out that door, we can't just jump up and go right out the door. Mm -hmm. we got to get up, Mm -hmm. turn, and take one step at a time to go to that door. Even if we ran to the door, we're still making it a step at a time. Mm -hmm. Well, the more people realize that, and one of the greatest things people respond to me is like, wow, I never really looked at it like that. Mm -hmm. Because I say to my audiences all the time, don't look at one day at a time. All we have is this present moment. Right. And this moment matters. <clears throat> because you know what every moment does? I've come to this conclusion, Jason. Every moment we build patterns, mm-hmm. habits, and routines mm-hmm. that eventually lead to success and eventually lead to failure. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly look at the positive patterns that I built prior this tra- to this tragedy. Mm-hmm. That's what helped me get through this. you know. And I just remember... The very first night, I'm laying in my hospital bed. I'm mobbed by hundreds of people because students and teachers and people are finding out, some family. Mm -hmm. And this is three hours into Ava's death. Mm -hmm. I remember praying this prayer. I said, God, I can't even imagine what I'm about to go through. Mm -hmm. I learned in your word that I'm supposed to forgive. Mm -hmm. I had found out he was a drunk driver. I found out all this crazy stuff. So this is three hours later. Mm -hmm. I prayed this prayer. God, I can't even imagine what I'm about to go through. But your word tells me that I have to forgive. Mm -hmm. There ain't no way on this earth I could forgive that man apart from your Holy Spirit. I can't because I want to lay hands on him and prayer has nothing to do with it. My normal human response. But, and here's the simplicity of everything I'm sharing, Jason, that I've learned in life. And I don't say this critical of churches or ministries, but here's where we can't miss out on. I hear the most phenomenal sermons preached, and I don't question it. But here's the reality, you, and I'll pick on me and you, Jason. Sure. You and I can never forgive. We can never love. We can never do the things that God calls us to do or be or live out on this earth apart from the Holy Spirit. We cannot. We're going to fail because our flesh is gonna yield to being defeated, Mm -hmm. to being taken out, to feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. But through the Spirit of God, one moment at a time, I have that endurance, I have that strength, I have that ability. So I share this all the time. Once again, I hear great sermons, I'm not questioning this sermon. It ministers to me because I know, yes, Mm-hmm. That could be a reality in my life, but the Holy Spirit is the only one who can help that be a reality in my life. Right. And so many messages and sermons and things that are talked about and preached on, Jason, are secondary. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, if, I'm, like, if I take this book and I throw it up in the air, automatically, on the earth, gravity is going to bring it down. It's mm-hmm. automatic. Yeah. I don't have to try to pull it down. Gravity will bring the book down.
1: Right.
2: Well, if I'm led by the Spirit... The Word of God says, I will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm -hmm. If I sow in the Spirit, I reap life in abundance. Mm -hmm. If I seek first the Spirit, all these things will be added unto me. They become automatic. So sometimes I'll hear preaching, and I'm not questioning the preaching, but they'll say, you know, Jason, every day you need to do X, Y, and Z and do that. Well, guess what? If your day could begin as Holy Spirit, I want to be led by you. Every moment of this day, may I be tuned into your voice. The word of God says, Jason, as clear as day, I stand at the door and knock. Mm -hmm. Any man who hears my voice, I'm paraphrasing, will open the door and I'll come in and sup. So sometimes the way we pray, is, Jesus, I'm paraphrasing. And sometimes the way we pray, okay, it's kind of like this. Jesus, could you please come to my door and knock? I'm paraphrasing because there's other things we say, Jesus, can you come and do X, Y, and Z? And he's saying to us, what are you talking about? I'm already there. Mm -hmm. So the prayer I'm going to have is, Lord, can we be sensitive Mm -hmm. to your voice, to your spirit, to your leading, to your guidance, to your direction? Because you're already there. So that tells me for the whole world out of Revelations 3, I stand at the door and knock. He's already there. It's people being tuned into the spirit realm to allow him in or be part of their life. That's why, to me, everything in this world is simpler than we make it. It's either of the spirit or it's of the flesh. Mm -hmm. And the more we're in the spirit realm, the better we're going to be and more fulfill the things of God that will become more automatic in our life.
1: Wow. That is, wow, powerful stuff, Bobby. Thank you so much. Uh, so I, I definitely want to continue this talk because, you know, when you go in these schools, you get to share that story and, you know, you, you have actually have some outcomes where you have students come up to you and, uh, you know, with their problems or you're able, even able to connect them to another speaking engagement. Like when you're in a public school, you get to connect them to a, a, a church that you're speaking at that evening and it kind of fills in that missing piece. So I, what I want to do is I want to focus on that the next time. Uh, in our next episode but for now i want you to tell people if they're looking for bobby Petroselli as a speaker or a resource where do they go where do they find you
2: well i'm all over social media which i'm clueless i'm technologically challenged yes. once again i said earlier we're all gifted in different ways that's why i love what he gets to do because i'm lost i mean i just took a shot at something but the reality <laughs> I'm is still
0: lost too it's okay we're all
2: we're all gifted in different ways right and, and the reality is um, they could go to, uh, I'm on Facebook mostly, but they can go to BobbyPetroselli.com. Mm-hmm. 10seconds.org mm-hmm. is uh, my website because my company is called 10 Seconds Inc. Because to me, everything happens within one moment or less, Yes, 10 seconds or less. Um, and they can feel free to reach out. Uh, they can email me, Bobby, at 10seconds.org. That's another way they can reach out to me. But you know what? So much of what I've been doing, Jason, I've been speaking... Basically full time for like I'm in my 31st year full time Mm -hmm. and majority of the stuff I do is word of mouth or somebody heard me or I spoke at a conference and they invite me to their schools and that type of stuff. But the simple reality is when I go into schools, the number one thing I go after is heart condition where mm-hmm. people have been hurt, broken, and wounded. And we're going to talk more about that, I know, in the yes, next episode. absolutely. But yes. that's what I go after. I go after the whys behind the whats. And I'll say this before we finish up this segment. Mm-hmm. The greatest compliment I get is, by far, this is the best prevention program we've ever had. Right. Because you don't come in and say, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. Right. You literally break it down and show us why we do what we do.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Bobby. Yeah, we're definitely going to continue this conversation, uh, part two. And I know you're, like me, on the edge of the seat, want to hear more. So uh, please uh, uh, tune in uh, next time and uh, l- l- let us know what you think. And, uh, you know, like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Okay, guys? Well, the next time, we'll see you then.
0: Thank you for listening to Baffled, helping you understand your misunderstood team. We hope you enjoyed the show today. For more inspiration and information, check out our website at m2l.org. Feel free to ask questions, call, or email us.